Hey, I'm Nicole, a digital marketing services expert for entrepreneurs and your host of the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. On this show, we are going to be pulling back the curtain on how to create the lifestyle of your dreams. I created my dream lifestyle through working online, creating a business that lights me up every single day, traveling the globe, and generating wealth. On this show, we will deep dive into all of these topics and so much more. I have created my own online business from literally zero after discovering my passion for online business and my non-complacency for working for somebody else in a nine to five job. On this podcast, I will be sharing everything I have learned and everything I'm still learning because how I got to where I am today should not be kept a secret. It's your time to love your work, build your wealth, and create the lifestyle of your dreams. Let's do this. Hello, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. I'm your host, Nicole, and today we're going to dive into some of my favorite topics all about traveling and the cost. You know, I love to talk about finances and the cost of really my lifestyle. Uh, So let's just dive right into it. And first of all, I'm going to give you a little bit of a background. So I was living in Canada and I left Canada in 2017. I was born and raised in Canada, but I knew it wasn't always for me. I have another podcast episode all about that. If you want to take a listen to that, I go into a lot more detail, but um, I really wanted to invest. I wanted my money to go further. I wanted to experience different parts of the world. So to me, staying in Canada just didn't seem like the right option to experience any of those things. So after some debating, I ended up moving to Shenzhen, China. Now, in Shenzhen, when I arrived, it is so funny because the cost there, now that I look back on it, is really not so cheap, not so inexpensive. But at the time when I was coming from Canada going to China and even though Shenzhen is a tier one city in China and it is still pretty expensive because Canada was that much more expensive I did not see Shenzhen as being expensive really at all so me going from Canada to Shenzhen I realized that you know my money can go a lot further i was also making a good salary a good wage in shenzhen and so for me um you know sometimes especially at the beginning the spending could get a little bit out of control and it's really funny actually and i realized this as my years passed in shenzhen after i had been there for a few years and i was really comfortable with the conversion of the currency and whatnot but So $10 in Canada is equivalent to about 50 yuan in China. Now, if I was spending $10 in Canada, I would be like, what am I spending this on? This is, it's not a lot of money, but I'm definitely conscious about where that $10 is going because it can add up. But the more I had been in Shenzhen, 50 RMB to me, which is almost the equivalent of 10 Canadian dollars, 
50 RMB was nothing. I would just easily spend, you know, 200 and 50 was nothing to me. So in my mind, I kind of had this, I don't even know what you would call it, but this disoriented or this disconnected, maybe that's the right word, disconnected um, viewpoint of the dollar versus the UN which is really interesting to me. And I'm honestly still not too sure why that happened, but I would be a lot more conscious of spending money if I went back home to Canada. And you know, how much is this? Oh my gosh, $10. Maybe because things are pricier in Canada. I'm not too sure. But now leaving China and I was there for about four years in total, which, you know, was definitely quite some time and it is a tier one city. So it is more expensive than some of the other cities in China. But leaving China, I started to realize, you know, okay, maybe Shenzhen is not as cheap as I've always thought. And it took me about four years to have that realization, which is kind of crazy when I think about it. But, you know, I would have that conversation with my friends living in China. I don't think Shenzhen's as cheap as I always thought it was. And they're like, yeah, absolutely. Shenzhen is not a cheap city. And I was really like, okay, maybe I should have been saving a little bit more while I was here. So I feel like that's kind of the paradox of it. You move to a different country or a different city to save money, but then you actually sometimes end up spending more because I wasn't as tight um, with my budget. So I do feel like if you're moving for a particular reason, and if that reason is something to do with finances or cost of living, then definitely be aware of that. Um, and it's really all just how you perceive it in your mind. So since leaving China about six months ago, the first place that I went after China was to Turkey. Now, Turkey in 2021, 2022, I don't know if you have been following the news on Europe and in Turkey, but their currency, the lira, is just out of control. So when we initially went to Turkey for the first time, and that was in, let me see, that was about six months ago at the end of October. Well, during that time, we came from China and the currency was just, oh my gosh, what we could get in China, we could get three of, it felt like, in Turkey. We were like, this is an amazing deal. And then to our surprise, um, probably about two or three months later, Turkey had another currency crash and it, everything was about, I don't even know, 15, 20% cheaper, which was just mind blowing. And it was really devastating for the people in Turkey, the people who were making a living and who were earning lira as their life savings it was really devastating and crippling for these people because their whole life savings was gone um and they didn't do anything they didn't spend it there was just the deflationary currency of the country that they were living in and the economics of it the political environment in turkey um but for us, and this is where geo-arbitrage really comes in. I've done a whole podcast episode on geo-arbitrage, but if you don't know what geo-arbitrage is, then a really simple definition is it's essentially living in another place so that your money will go further. 
And that is what I love. And I'm all about geo-arbitrage. You know, I've lived in a Western country. I've lived in a not-Western country. I want to geo-arbitrage. I want my money to go further. Who wouldn't want that? So back to Turkey. Now, the beautiful thing for us and the unfortunate thing for the Turkish people earning money in Turkey, but we were not earning any Turkish lira as the money that was coming into our bank accounts every single month. So for me, I usually earn in USD. So USD, imagine how far that would go without that currency really going up or down at all at the time. And the Turkish lira just out of control with deflation, inflation, everything that was happening in the country. Um, So our money was going a lot further, which for us was great. But again, I did feel really, really, I don't even know the right word. It was just so sad to see the Turkish citizens working there, losing their life savings and not having done anything and just losing it overnight. But um, if you earned an outside currency, it would go so far in Turkey And by so far, I really mean, let's see, a breakfast would be maybe 40, 40 lari. And that was, sorry, 40 lira. I will go into lari in a second because they sound so similar. And the country we're in right now is lari. So maybe take a guess on what country you think that is. But yeah, um, 40 lira for a breakfast, which is about so it was just really mind-blowing how far your money could go in turkey and i had never been in a country and who knows maybe i'll never be in a country like that again but i had never experienced that before so that's my little spiel on turkey geo arbitrage i have a whole episode about that um but before we dive into the country that i'm in now and we're going to compare that to turkey to canada to china Um, I want to take a very quick break to really quickly mention a sponsor for this episode, a sponsor of the podcast and a company I really stand behind has amazing quality products. And that company is True Earth. Now, if you have never heard of True Earth before, oh my gosh, they are amazing. They're a Canadian company, which I love and I support Canadian companies 100% wholeheartedly. Um, But they are an eco-friendly company who creates amazing environmentally friendly products. Now, I'm going to be completely transparent with you. I did try some of their products, of course, not all of their products, some of their products. And whether you are someone traveling the world or if you are stationary in your house in Canada, the US, Europe, wherever it is you are, I can 100% guarantee you that these products are for you. Now, for my purposes of traveling the world, I like them because they're compact, they're environmentally friendly, and they help me to also be environmentally friendly. So what do I mean by this? So I tried out their laundry strips. And the crazy thing is, and maybe this is because I haven't lived in a Western country for a while, I had never tried laundry strips before. And so when I saw that they had them on their website, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to try these. And they smell 
amazing, first of all, but the compactness of either it not taking up a lot of space in your home. I know my home in Canada, there are a million different bottles of laundry detergent and probably most of them are almost empty, but you can't throw them out because they're not completely empty. You know how it is. Um, the laundry strips just are so compact and for traveling the world, it takes up almost no space. So this is going to be my new go-to for sure, without a doubt in the future, their laundry strips. Um, I also really want to shout out their bamboo set, their bamboo cutlery set for traveling. It comes with a metal straw. It comes with a straw cleaner. It comes with the whole bamboo cutlery set. It is beautiful, high quality, which is really important to me. And it also is really convenient and small, again, for me to carry around while traveling the world. They have an array of a bunch of other amazing products on their website. So absolutely check it out. It's True T-R-U Earth. They are an amazing, eco-friendly Canadian company. I love their mission. I love what they're doing. And I really, really also like their products. And that is just my honest opinion. So thank you to our sponsor, True Earth, today, and let's head back to the show. Okay, so as promised, we are going to get into the country that I'm in right now. If you know the currency of the Lari, you will know the country I'm in. It is a neighboring country to Turkey, and that is Georgia. And Georgia, quick disclaimer, I have wanted to visit Georgia since I first heard about Tbilisi and that was during COVID. I was following a few other nomads on Instagram who were in Tbilisi and shouting it out saying it's such an amazing and foreign friendly country. Oh my gosh. This country is just built, I feel like, for nomads and expats. Of course, if you know anything about Georgia, I think that's probably the first thing you will know about Georgia. But I was so surprised. There is free Wi-Fi all over the city. In the airport, of course, in the city center, there's Wi-Fi. My Wi-Fi automatically just connects. It's called Tbilisi Loves You, which is really cute. And I love that. But there's Wi-Fi. You get, for most countries, you get a one-year visa. And it's just, you don't, you don't even have to get a visa. You don't have to pay for it. It's just, you enter the country and you have one year. You can work. You can study. You can just travel and visit. They are very foreigner friendly here. Not a lot of other countries you can stay for a year and work or study or just chill and do nothing. They, it's amazing. And then one more thing I wanted to talk about, and I'm sure you'll know this if you know Tbilisi or Georgia, but is the bank accounts. So we open bank accounts at the two main banks, which are Bank of Georgia and TBC. And it was such a seamless process. Honestly, I can tell you in Canada where I've lived my whole life, it would be a more complicated process. We have bank accounts with the currencies of USD, Georgian Lari, Euros, and pounds. So four different currencies that we can hold within this account. Uh, we have a Visa and MasterCard attached to each of the bank accounts that we can use anywhere in the world. It's really amazing. And all they need is your passport to open the bank. Um, it helps to have a Georgian phone number. We didn't initially, but ended up getting a Georgian number just because it was too complicated without it. But I think I paid 
four or five lari for my phone number which is about two dollars so yes it's a pretty affordable country however on that note um coming from georgia to turkey georgia is a bit more expensive in terms of food especially because food was really quite inexpensive in turkey um, but also housing is a little bit more expensive as well i'm gonna say just the whole country in general it is not by any means you know western country expensive but it is more expensive from turkey however in saying that i would also like to just mention if we had come to turkey or if we had come to georgia from china absolutely we would be like oh my gosh georgia is so inexpensive it's amazing it's just because from china we went to turkey and that is why coming from turkey to georgia it seems a little bit more expensive in georgia because we're so used to the really you know bottom rock bottom pricing that is turkey which is amazing if you are traveling or living there how inexpensive it is but georgia is a little bit more expensive than turkey and i will just say that so um if you have not been to georgia or if you are ever in the area i would 100 percent recommend coming to georgia we found a really cute um restaurant georgian restaurant and you can get one liter of white wine and wine is just a whole nother story here but one liter of white wine for 12 lari 12 gel which is in usd 3.6 dollars 4.7 canadian dollars i just converted it so yeah it's a really affordable country if you like wine i will tell you that for sure i found my favorite bottle of wine which is 11 lari which is 3.3 usd for my favorite bottle of red wine all the wine is made here in georgia i would love to come here in the summer months to experience that um and i would highly recommend georgia if you are a wine lover or if you really just want a relaxed easygoing lifestyle that doesn't cost you a lot so georgia is amazing please check it out if you're in this area so what are the future plans now since we're in this part of the world even though there's a war going on a little bit to the north of us we are still going to continue to travel this part of the world it's a beautiful part of the world and so next plans are potentially azerbaijan and some different areas of the world that honestly i had really never thought of traveling to some of these countries i had never even heard of until i got to turkey and got closer to this part of the world but now that i'm here and that's the funny thing it always sounds so maybe unsafe or unpredictable when you hear azerbaijan or georgia but it is really not like that at all and that's something that i have realized and experienced within my travels is that the news and the media can make things sound a lot scarier than they really are and that's just sometimes the unfortunate reality of it um i go to a country and it's completely different you know even if there are issues going on within the country me as a tourist it's totally different from anything that you see portrayed in the media so that wraps up my episode for today a little brief talk on geo arbitrage a cost update of 
and comparison of all the countries that I have lived in and that I have visited within the last, I guess, four years. <laughs> so there will be another episode to come once I've been to a few more countries and can compare the cost of those. I'm all about finances and geo-arbitrage, living where you your money really just goes the furthest. So I'll definitely be updating you on any future plans and costs in other countries. Thank you so much for joining me here today on this episode. Message me on Instagram at nomadneeks, N-E-E-K-S, or reach out to me via email nomadneeks at gmail.com if you want to chat further or if you have any questions about traveling the world, I would be more than happy to connect with you. Have a lovely day and always continue to keep that travel spirit.